Ladies and gentlemen, thank you and welcome to another episode of the Haskin Cast podcast. I am your host, Scott Haskin, and I have one of the loveliest guests available to me today. I'm so excited to get to talk to her, the Aphrodite of the accordion herself, Judy Tenuta. Judy, how are you? so good right now. How are you? I'm doing very well. Thank you. I'm so grateful I get a chance to talk to you. I was really excited to to see your name pop up. Well, thank you. As you know, this is Valentine week and I am the love goddess. That's right. Definitely want to be talking to the love goddess for Valentine's week. It is a good time. And you have these beautiful pink flowers behind you that I'm enjoying very much. Oh, thank you. Well, yes, I love the goddess loves flowers. And uh, I, and of course, that's a special uh, that's a special background. I didn't want to have what I have in my office, which is undecorated blinds. And I thought, well, this will be better. Right. No, it's it's very lovely and very Valentine's festive. But, you know, it, I, I just thought of this. You know, you're such a creative person. I, I have to wonder if you would have had this technology back in the 80s. Yeah. all the amazing things that you could have expanded what you were already doing. Um, I, I, I will say this. Uh, I think that sometimes we have too many things digitally at our disposal and it makes us uh, deplete our attention span. So I was really grateful actually back then, uh, in the late 80s, early 90s, to just focus on what I was doing. <laughs> So uh, because, you know, a lot of technology is, you know, it's it's great, but, you know, there can be such a thing as overload. For example, right now, I'm going to have to turn off my phone because some bozo will inevitably try to call me when I'm doing this Zoom meeting. (laughs) Sure. You know how that is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I could see the argument for that. I do have a lot of friends who are artists that say they limit themselves to the amount of technology that they'll use on a project because you can just keep going and going and ruin something that's really good. But more importantly, I'm the love goddess. That's right. And and uh, so many people, you know, as you know, I've been spreading. My, as you know, I'm Judy, and I have my own religion. Judyism with a Y, <laughs> with a Y. And uh, I have I've many converts, and I'm very grateful. And I especially want to express gratitude. Many people have expressed love and support to me because you know I'm going through a, a, a challenging time. We all are during the pandemic, but I have an extra challenge, you as do. you know. You do. Let's talk yeah. about that. Uh, first of all, how are you feeling right now? How are you doing these days? I feel good. Good. I feel good. You look good. You sound great. You're full of your your normal, just bubbly energy that we all love about you, <laughs> which is yeah. nice. And as you can see, I've been struck blonde. I like it, though. Thank you. Well, that's due to what I'm going through right now. Mm-hmm. But yeah. But that yes. and that's part of what we're we're here to talk about today because you are just making a triumphant escapade to overcome all of this and it sounds like you're doing really well, which I'm glad to hear. But is it is it uh with COVID and everything going on, we're going we're all going through enough and then when you find out you have cancer on yes. top of of, you know, how is it just to to manage the emotional side of that, first of all? 
Well, in a, uh, in a way, uh, I don't feel as isolated as I would have if we didn't have COVID because everybody else would be out doing things and here I am. But actually, we're all kind of in the same boat in that we can't go out really freely to concerts and whatever. Um, and, and we all have to be masked. Of course, we're in our own offices, so that's okay. <laughs> right, yeah. But, but yeah, uh, uh, I felt that um, if I had to go through it, at least I'm, you know what I mean? I'm really not alone. Uh, every, everybody else is kind of isolated too. But most importantly, what I want to say to everyone, whether you have a health challenge or not, um, I, it's very important to be positive, you know, to wake up positive. I, you know, sometimes I wake up in the morning and just like anyone, I don't, I go, oh, I don't feel like getting up. Oh, I don't want to do this. I just want to. And then I stop it and I say, I am healthy. I am loved and I am blessed. And then I start my day. And sometimes, you know, I have to start with a song. It's a lovely day today. So whatever you've got to do, you got to talk to the goddess. Yeah, it's true. And have fun, pigs. <laughs> I love it. That's awesome. I, I agree. Starting your day with the right tone can really make a big difference for how your entire day goes. And yes. uh, one of the first things that I do most mornings is I listen to Here Comes the Sun uh, oh. by the Beatles. And yes. it just it just kind of like, you know, you feel that warmth coming out no matter how cold it is in the room. And yeah. it just, you know, it, it warms your heart and you can get going. But that is a beautiful way to start the day even even more. <gasps> well, you know, I just like also, you know, sometimes if I feel a little sad, I feel it helps to sing about it. One time I was talking to, to my friend on the phone and w complaining and I go, well, let's sing about it. <laughs> you, know, um, you know, because that, that makes it, uh, you know, a little larger than life. And then you realize, you know, it makes you, it, it uplifts your spirits. Oh, for sure. And the power of music is so amazing. I mean, it can take the most uh, difficult of moments and just turn them around in an instant or bring us back to a moment in time just by a, a smell or a, a memory or something associated with it. So you have it twofold, though, because you get to enjoy music just as a person. But as someone who writes and performs music, you get that side of it, too. So you're really in a great position there. <laughs> yes, I have to thank my parents who decided at a very young age to strap one on me. By that, I mean this little squeeze box. Uh, you know, in my family, I was raised Polish and Italian. So, you know, my only choices were to be a nun or a gangster. So I <laughs> I grew up Catholic, you know. So um, anyway... Uh, my parents, like I said, were Polish and Italian. So people that's how I, I popped out wearing this accordion because it was my mom's IUD. <laughs> but it didn't work very well because she had nine kids. Wow. Yes. That's quite the litter. Oh, my God. Believe me. This is the other reason I started becoming the love goddess and 
and Aphrodite of the accordion is that I did not hear myself speak until I graduated high school and went into the University of Illinois where I majored in theater. And I found out when I was doing a play, I go, oh, look, people listen to you when you're on stage. Yes, they do. <laughs> so that that was a big help. Yes. Yeah, that's it's interesting. Is that did so did you not do plays growing up in, in earlier grades or was it just not a big well, a little bit, a little bit in grade school we did the well, you know, I went to a Catholic school, so I this was great. I was the Virgin Mary during the Christmas holiday uh, play. And um uh, anyway, in eighth grade, so that was nice. And then uh, in high school, I went to an all-girls school, St. Obnoxious in Bondage, <laughs> where, you know, I had great nuns like Sister Mary Nazi. And yeah, it was great. Uh, so I, I, I wasn't so much doing, I wasn't doing anything then. But right after high school, I did. I did. I went into the University of Illinois and majored in theater. Wow. That's, yeah, that's interesting because it, it, a lot of times we don't find out what our passions are or what even things that we enjoy until we get that freedom of being out and being able to test things on our own and kind yes. of find our well, own path. Also, in my school, high school, although I was grateful, I had a very good education because I had nuns and they make sure that you know your math, your proper English you know, uh, everything correctly. Okay. Uh, so, uh, I was very grateful for that, but, um, you know, you're still a little bit isolated. So, uh, it, it, when I got out uh, and also it, there were clicks, like there were some very wealthy girls where I, I was not one and, um, the wealthy girls would get, Oh, I remember this girl, Kathleen, think her name Keegan and she was a singer she sang but you don't hear anything about her now damn it <laughs> no it's about the love goddess That's okay right. <laughs> you know other people like that I remember the smartest girl in my class was Mary uh uh Mary oh wait I gotta get this name right um oh god I don't know if it was Mary Elizabeth. How Catholic is that? Very right? Catholic. Yeah. Very Italian, too. Yeah. Mary Elizabeth something. And uh, guess what happened to her? Nothing. I'm going to tell you. We are getting ready uh, three months before graduation of high school. And I said, where is Mary Elizabeth? They go, oh, didn't you hear? She got knocked up. So here she is, an honor student. And guess what? I was smarter than she was because I kept my legs closed. All right? I want to say this to all the young people out there. Get your education. And if you feel that you must pollinate, get, get some protection, right? You know I'm right. I've never heard that term in this case as pollinate, but I love that. That's exactly, exactly perfect term. Well, yeah. I'm trying to be, yes, delicate about it, you know, but, but the truth is that young people now have absolutely 
very little guidelines. You know, they're out there in the wild with their, all they have, and here's, and they can't even carry on a conversation because they're so busy on a device, you know? So it's very important, the art of conversation. I don't know how many times I've been out at a restaurant and I'll see people sitting at a table, two or three of them, and they're all on their phones. They're not having a conversation. Why are you together then? You know, be together. I always say this when I have a lunch meeting with girlfriends or whatever, I go, no phones Good. at the table while we are eating and having this meeting. We don't No, You can do the phone all the other rest of the hours of the day, but not while you're having a meeting with friends. Yeah, I agree. Uh, in my case, only if a doctor is calling me, <laughs> they, they, you know, I'll say, you must excuse me for a minute or so. You know. Oh, sure. There are certain circumstances where it's understandable if you, you know, if, if you have a first time babysitter, for example. And, oh, yes. You know, but but that doesn't mean be on the phone the whole time waiting for them, to, you know, just have it on the table. If it lights up, look over and see if it's important. If it's not, you continue your conversation. If it is, you say, excuse me for a moment. Yes. You know, but also preface the, the preface the conversation when you sit down going, I'm sorry to have my phone out, but I have a new babysitter, you know. Yeah. Explain to and, and oh, then I think it would then, be great. And like you said, keep it short. Yeah. Keep keep the, the the phone call short. But anyway, you know, there's those challenges. And um but the real challenge, as I said, was when I found out I, and I was diagnosed and I was in shock because I am a very healthy person. I don't smoke, I don't take drugs, I'll just be honest. Uh, I, well, if I have a pain, I, a little, a little leave maybe once sure. in a while. Sure. Yeah. You no, know, uh, but, and, and, and I don't drink, I mean, very little, I'll have a little champagne toast for my birthday and new year's Eve. And maybe if we have something at Thanksgiving and Christmas, you know, just a little, I am not a drinker. So, and I'm, by the way, I'm not condemning anyone who chooses to do that. I know many functioning alcoholics, <laughs> unfortunately, <laughs> but I am not, I cannot do that. Mm-hmm. So no. Yeah. Um, so, so yes, I, I, I try to keep my conscious consciousness clear so that I can properly communicate. But that's you know. part of what makes it so frustrating, isn't it? Because it's not like you've led like a rock star life where you're doing drugs oh, every night, right. and, you know, and then this happens to you. It's like you've taken care of yourself over the years. Yes, that, I'm that's... in shock, but I will tell you this. This is what, what I also want to communicate to people. I'm a little bit high strung. And a lot of times I would, uh, you have to, you have to learn to, let the small stuff go. Don't get upset. I was moving from my old place to this place and I was getting all frustrated. Oh my God, my house isn't selling. Let it go. It's going to happen. And and I was having extra stress. Stress is, I think, the biggest, it's the worst. Yeah. So whatever it is that's stressing you out, please release it. It, it you know, please try to keep it to a minimum. Uh, yeah, I, I tend to think of of when when I get stressed out, I tend to think of what is this issue on the grander scale of my life, and I yeah. find that most of them are just a tiny little pinpoint. And when you put it in that perspective, it's easier to let it go. You know, it's the same thing with I found out when I started having this 
challenge of cancer. People who I thought were my good friends disappeared a little, some of them. Mm, that and makes I, me sad. I, but I bless and release them because I have wonderful people who support me, one of which is my boyfriend, who takes me to all of my uh, all of my appointments, all of my doctors. He, he brought me to chemo. He brought me to my operation and another chemo and, and just always helping me. And my girlfriends who live near me here, I have two in particular that always watch out for me, but I have a few more that call in and check on me. You know, it's very important to have a good support system and don't worry about the ones. Don't say, oh, why is this one not calling? Well, they they have taken life as a journey and they've taken a different path. Maybe they can't handle it. It's OK. There's new people that can. I have many. Yeah. So you have to be grateful for what you do have. Mm-hmm. I love that. And I think, too, some people just don't know what to say. I think there's people that want to support, but they feel like, okay, you know, everything they say might trigger. I'm going to tell you what to say. Perfect. All right. First of all, this is not about you. It's about the person experiencing cancer or whatever it is. So you have to forget about yourself. I know I did. Listen, I would see emails about people that were going through cancer. I didn't even know them. And I said, I am sending you blessings and love. That's all you have to do. Judy, I'm sorry, I can't be there, but I am sending you blessings and love. And I know you will beat this. I like that. Yeah. Just keep it. How hard is that? That is not hard. That's all you have to do. I tell people all the time, it takes almost nothing to brighten someone's day. Just reach out and say, hey, I was thinking about you. You popped into my head for some reason and I wanted to say hi or just random. I hope you're having a great day today just because, you know, it takes nothing. Absolutely. I have to tell you about, I have two friends. You know, people, when, when I first found out, I got a lot of calls and people were, oh, Judy, I'm in your corner. And then there'd be some people like, oh, my God, what do you, I go, Do not bring any negativity into this. Mm -hmm. This is, I am, I am kicking cancer's ass. God is with me. People are praying for me. Mm -hmm. Uh, I have great doctors that have been blessed by our Lord and Savior. I have great doctors. I have great nurses. Uh, I have people who really care. Anyone who doesn't is, uh, that's okay. Let them go to wherever they have to go. But um, you know, you have to be grateful for what you have. Absolutely. And, and if you focus more on that, the stuff that you yes. feel like you've lost, it, it doesn't really become a big deal anymore. Because if you're so surrounded by love, then how can you be missing the stuff that's not there? Yeah, exactly. That's what I do. That's what you have to do. But I think I think you're right. The great doctors obviously have a huge impact on, on what's going to help you get better. Oh. But I think more important or equally as important is just your attitude towards it, how positive you are, yes. how determined you are. Oh, you yeah. Know. I always, to my doctor, I say, we're kicking cancer's ass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he says, I may not say it that way, but I'm right there with you. And you even went as far as to make a video. Yes, I did. In the middle. So how did you put that together in the middle of the isolation? Well, I I decided I needed to do it. And I have a very, I have some very good musician and film friends. Mm -hmm. 
And my friend C.J. Vanson, uh, who is a great musician, and I call him the maestro. He, I, I write, I'm lucky I've been blessed that I can come up with a song with the words and the lyrics many times. I mean, with the words and the music. And the music, yeah. Uh, yeah. So he, I, he just expanded on it. And I gave him the words and music and he did the instrumentation. Mm. I said, I want it to be something like a happy polka. And so that's what it is because it's like I'm kicking cancer's ass. I'm kicking cancer's ass. I'm licking it. I'm kicking it. I'm kicking cancer's ass. You know, and that's just a little sample of it. But as you know, it it expands on that. Yeah. And so he helped me with all the musical components. Then once that was done, I went to my film friend Mark and his associate Craig, and. Uh, I gave him the the, the uh, music and he said, oh, yeah, well, why don't we make this like a fight? It's you're fighting cancer. So you're like the female petite flower Rocky mm-hmm. and you're fighting, you know, uh, Apollo Creed or whoever it is. But that is cancer. And he's five times your size, but you're kicking his ass. And, and that's how that came to be. And. You know, I love it. And I love that you were able to get that done, you know, with all the restrictions on filming and everything right now. That's, well, that's... We, like I said, we were lucky to do it in my house. I have a green screen. And then we did part of it at at uh, Craig's house, who is used to filming sure. on screen. Mm-hmm. So we got that done. And, it, and, and actually, it took a little longer to um, edit because there were so many choices. And Finally, we got it done by New Year's Day. Thank you. And I posted it and I keep posting it. And I get so many responses from people who say either, Judy, I'm going through cancer and this really helps me. Or my brother is going through this, a relative, a friend, you know, anyone. Or you're just, you just like it because it's positive. Right. And Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that's fantastic. And of course, I'll have the link to the video in the show notes for you guys to check out. And please do leave a like, subscribe as well while you're there. Why not? Yeah, you know? subscribe. Please subscribe to my YouTube channel. I have so many great videos, but especially you can check out K- Kicking Cancer's Ass. I also have Mountain Girl, uh, Spike It, uh, 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 Hot Brock Holmes, where I do a tribute to Lady Gaga and Madonna. <laughs> How did it feel just to be working on a project again after all this time of being in lockdown? Well, you know, it, again, I'm in my house and in front of the screen. And sometimes I may not have a total as much energy as I, but I have enough to do it, you know? So I, so it was really good. Yeah. yeah. I, I, I can imagine just, you know, because you're a performer, you're used to performing as so many of my friends are. Like, uh, you know, friends I have in Cirque du Soleil, for example, and all those you know, year plus they couldn't perform. And they're just sitting there going, I want to do something. I want to do something. You know, and, and some of them, uh, some of them actually got together and started doing driveway concerts where they would just all be oh. spread out over a driveway and bring out a couple of amplifiers and play for the neighborhood. And I loved seeing the creativity of people finding ways to be not just be artists, but also provide for the people that yeah. need art in the middle of all yeah. of it. So I'm really glad you were able to put that together and make it. And it's a wonderful video. It just makes me smile every time I watch it. 
Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank uh, you for doing that. I mean, it's, you know, that this is the kind of stuff we need, especially right now. There's so much negative. If you, if you even just go through YouTube, there's uh, so many negative things, people making fun of other people, people laughing oh, at other people's misfortune or, you know, in, enjoying yes. bad auditions. It's, we need more stuff like you've got. Yeah. And I especially want to say, because I'm always considerate of the young people, you know, young, young people who are so vulnerable and then people and they're on social media and they get they get abused. Uh, what do you call it? Bullied. It's horrible. And stop it. Stop it. Yeah. Don't don't. You know, th these people are finding their way. And and it's especially if they're trying to do something positive and some stupid bully. Bullies go home. Yeah. Bully yourself. Bullies bully yourselves, right? Yeah. And and I have to wonder like there's got to be a point where we can raise our kids to where they don't go to school wanting to dominate other people. Like just focus yeah. on you, meet people, enjoy people's company, get to know different people. Yes. You know, have have good experiences. Like I just I don't yeah. get the mentality of wanting to hurt somebody. Uh it's I can't handle it. Yeah, no, it's got to stop. And um, and of course, we want all our schools safe, and we just want it. You know, I I feel for these kids nowadays because they go into school now, and as you know, they have to be checked for guns for, and and uh, I can't even imagine that. And I just want to give blessings to all the children out there in school, and I want to say to all of you pigs who want to upset their lives, you know, go shoot yourselves. Okay. Just shoot yourselves. I'm sick of it. Yeah. It, 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 and I see it in so many different aspects, even down to people arguing with each other about what song is better than another song or this album or this band. And I'm like, can't we just like different things? I mean, do, do yes. I have to like the same song you do as much as you do? No. Or, or I put up a positive video and somebody has to say something like, but you didn't do this. And I say, why don't you focus on what I did do? Yeah. And if you don't appreciate it, don't say anything, pig. You know, I thinking back to my earliest memories of seeing you on television, I've always thought that you brought joy to everything that you did. Not just that it was apparent that you love doing what you do, because it's very, very obvious when an artist does and when they're just doing it because they do it. But I've always thought that you've brought a positive message. I always smile whenever I see you perform. And oh. it's been consistent for all these years. I absolutely love that about you. Oh, thank you so much. I appreciate all. I, I appreciate you. I mean, you're a, a, yeah, I, I'm loving this interview because you are, you know, encompassing all the areas. And and obviously you're familiar with me. Believe it or not, I've, I've done a few things where they uh, I, I got someone go, oh, you play the accordion. And I go, duh, I guess you don't know me. How about reading my IMDb or Google me, bitch? Nice. Yeah, I, I would imagine that you actually just sleep with the accordion in your hands and in the middle of the night, you just start playing songs to keep yourself entertained. Oh, that's... Do you no. have a, a hard time sleeping? I do. I do. I Well, actually, I've gotten better. Uh, and I, I, I actually start by listening to music that I love, which may not be... Uh, which is like 
uh, soothing music to me. I I, um, I love some great singers like Nat King Cole, and uh, I also I I love. Um, oh my God! Why this is terrible? I I can't think. Anyway, but whatever. It, I love Enya. She's very relaxing. I have to tell you. I have to tell you an Enya story then. Oh, yeah. Go. So when I was having my wisdom teeth pulled, this oh, was yeah. back in the days of nitrous oxide. Yes. So they were doing all uh, three of the four that day. So they oh. had me hopped up oh, yeah. pretty good, right? They gave oh. me these uh, these little earphones and uh, and they were playing Enya's Orinoco Flow, which is a, just a majestically beautiful song, right? Yes, yes. But the way you hear it, when you're under a heavy amount of nitrous oxide is a lot different than the way you hear it. <laughs> and I was I imagining this ball in my head that was just kind of floating around my brain. Yes. And to this day, I cannot hear the song without <laughs> seeing that ball in my head. I get why people do drugs. If that's their experience, I wouldn't do them myself. It just doesn't interest me. But I kind of that made me understand why people want that escape because that was a pretty neat experience. But to to, like, I want to have a life that I don't want to escape from. Oh, well, by the way, we're going to have a lot of time after we leave this life to escape. We won't be dead. So I say, be in the present, you know, be live your life. There's a concept I heard called be here now. Whatever yes. moment you're in, be in that moment. Like I shouldn't be interviewing you and thinking about what I'm going to make for dinner. I should be <laughs> interviewing you, you know. Well, unless it's lasagna and you're going to share it with me. <laughs> <laughs> I have made a good lasagna once or twice in my life. I really want to try okay. the no bake or the uh, the no uh, boiling the pasta ahead of time, just putting the hard noodles in the oven with the yes, sauce. I'm I terrified like of that because it costs so much to make lasagna. If it doesn't bake well, I don't want to be out $30 or whatever I paid for all the oh, ricotta. Really? Oh, oh, well, I haven't had that experience, but I no longer cook because here's my new lesson. People say, Judy, how do you stay thin? Well, first of all, I had the chemo, so that's a whole separate. The other thing is uh, I, I I don't cook. I just, because when you cook, and now if I had a family, I would have to, right? Sure. But it's just me, my boyfriend and I, and believe me, he does not want me to cook. <laughs> he does not want to eat it. <laughs> he would rather get takeout and whatever. So that's how we live. But, well, and um, that's portion control too, because if I make a meal, I'll munch while I'm making the meal and then I'll still make myself a you. full plate. See? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. And I know I would do that too. So I go, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm just going to eat when it's mealtime. I could have a little snack here and there. Like I, before I talked to you, I had a half a cookie. That's okay. That's that's reasonable. I stopped making anything with avocados in it because I found that I would just eat the avocados and they would never make it into whatever I was supposed to put them in. <laughs> I get it. So I, get I thought, that. you know, I, I just need to stop. Yeah. <laughs> before, yeah, yeah. before we wrap up, I have to ask you about Desperation Boulevard. Yes. My film, Desperation yes. Boulevard, is, is getting a resurgence. I filmed it, oh God, in 1999 or 98. And um, it's the story of a former child star, which I play, uh, who will stop at nothing to make a comeback. And she is assisted by her ruthless uh, uh, 
just unstoppable at manager played brilliantly by Academy Award nominee Michael Lerner, who was in Barton Fink and several, he's in everything. Uh, and anyway, uh, it's, so, it's so great how he says, Judy, you got to come out as a lesbian. You got to do all this stuff for press, you know? And it really comes out brilliantly funny, but at the same time, it's got heart. There's, there's heart to it. So I really recommend, you know, go, go over. It's, you can get it on Amazon Prime and rent it for $2.99. Uh, and you can watch it for 24 hours. You know, you want to watch it a few times. Go ahead. I can't imagine you doing anything that doesn't have heart in it, though. Oh, thank you. Well, I, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think if I've done anything a little crazy, wacky. I mean, maybe maybe when you were getting started, but once you were established, I can't see you choosing a project that you didn't really feel something for. Uh, oh, exactly. No, that's very true. That's that's very true. No, I, I, I agree. Uh, there's got to be some redemption in the part, you know. There's got to be something. Um, so, so I, uh, I'm, I'm very grateful for those, and that's how people can keep up with me. They can watch that. Like I said, go to my YouTube channel, and this is on there. And I, I mean, my uh, uh, kicking cancer's ass, and and a lot of great videos that will keep you happy and entertained. Right. So, okay, folks, go to the link in the show notes for that. I'll also put the link to the movie uh, on Amazon in there for you guys yeah. as well. Just click on it. It'll take you right there. I can't make it any easier for you. <laughs> <laughs> so do that. And do remember to subscribe. She, If you just need a smile, even if you're just like, I'm not sure I'm having a great day, just go to Judy's channel. I guarantee in 10 seconds or less, you'll be smiling. <laughs> and if not, I'll give you your money back. Ah, uh, no, they'll enjoy it. Well, Go it's ahead. free. That's <laughs> so, right. It's so free. I feel I'm, I feel safe in my promise. Yeah, in YouTube, it's it is free, so there's no reason not to do it. Exactly, yes. it, and it's well worth your time. I I promise you, Judy. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I've really enjoyed talking to you, and I'm thank so you. impressed with how strong you are through all this. I'm sure you've had your moments, but. You're you're smile. You've been smiling the whole time we've been talking, and you're just a wonderful ball of sunshine, and I love that. Oh, thank you. You're a sweetheart. Thank you're you. a giver. Yes. You're not a taker. No. Nope. You're not a nasty, stinking heartbreaker. No, you're not. Well, maybe in my youth. No, I'm kidding. I never was. <laughs> well, I I'm going to just be sending tons and tons of positive energy to you. You got this. Thank you, you my dear. I so appreciate and I loved our interview. Thank you so Thank much. You. And remember, everyone, you can do it, whatever it is. That's it right. could happen. Mm -hmm. That's right. Thank you so much, Judy. You take care. You too, my dear. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm.